Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I now pronounce you Mr. and Mrs. Patches. You may patches the patches. This week on the Story Song Patches. I hear the tale of love is everybody, welcome to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode on the show, we walk you through a story song, and this week, we're doing Patches by Clarence Carter. No, hold on. Wait. Don't. 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 Don't skip. Don't. Stop. <laughs> no, no. Stop. Don't delete the episode. No, this isn't, this isn't a repeat. No. Uh, this is a brand new episode, and let me quickly explain what happened. Please. So what happened was, last episode we did, Michael came in, and he said, I have, I have a song that I want to do for the show. And we said, Great. Uh, and he said, it's Patches. And I said, oh, of course, Patches. The classic story <laughs> song, Patches. And then I, and then Rachel was like, well, what story song is this? And I started to sing it. And then Michael was like, no, not that song. To which I was like, uh, yeah, what? the story song, Patches. What are you talking about? Uh, and then there was like a 20-minute like a argument. Uh, yeah. It got really nasty. It was we heated. Said a couple of, it, it yeah, was we said a couple fun. of things that we can't take back. No. Um, and no. that really hurt our relationship. Um, We're not making no. eye uh, contact right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lawyer uh, sitting between us right yeah, now, yeah. arbitrating what we're saying. Yeah. Uh, no, my, Michael obviously did they each uh, get a me song. For, they each get me for one uh, weekend uh, <laughs> a month. Right. Right. We're constantly, yeah. we're constantly arguing, no, you take her. And, you know, yeah. it's. It it's real. Up. It's a real Kramer versus Kramer situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when uh, when Kramer got cloned on Seinfeld, right. you guys remember that episode? <laughs> yeah, you guys remember that one, right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there was a there was an uh, evil Captain Kramer or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They went into the mirror universe. Right. That yeah. may have been a fever dream that I had, but let's <laughs> let's move past. Anyway, yeah. yeah so uh, we did patches by Dickie Lee, and then I was like, well, there's the other patches, which is also a story song, which is. Weird that mm-hmm. there's two story songs called Patches. By the way, and just a heads up before we start the episode, both songs are bummers. Oh yeah, uh, they are. Listen, I don't not... think I don't think you can have a song called Patches that's no. upbeat. <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. that's that probably you know. There's probably an, it doesn't seem like at first, but when you think about it, if a character's name is Patches, probably I, unless they are an adorable puppy. Right. Like we discussed last week. Right. Uh, if they're a person, it's probably not a lot of good stuff going on in their life. It's not going to end great. The, yeah. Yeah. No. If no. they picked up the nickname Patches. Yeah. Uh, unless they're a puppy or they are a doll who's come to life somehow mm-hmm. and is having adventures in the world, um, probably some bad stuff is going on. So Even so, uh, I feel like that's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> Chucky. If, if a doll. Like, yeah. Right. Like a low rent Chucky is Patches. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the... Uh, the like the asylum version, the like the, the, <laughs> the knockoff is patches. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, patches is, would be like the store brand, my buddy. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. So this is uh, so this is patches, and um, it's a, a a simple story mm-hmm. uh, about a a young boy uh, who lives with his family on a farm, and the family is very poor. But you know they're 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 doing all right, and uh, or at least they 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 love each other. Sure. And they're together. And the the boy has picked up the nickname Patches, uh, because they're very poor and all his clothes have patches on it. And he thinks, well, sure, you know the kids make fun of me, but I get to go home and be with my loving family. And uh, no, his dad also calls him Patches, <laughs> just to like really rub salt in the wound. Yep. Yep. Uh, his and dad then, succumbs to peer pressure, but not his peers. <laughs> Look, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. But you know, if I don't call you patches, all the other kids are going to make fun of me. Like I want to be cool too. So don't take it personal. Also, um, I just started smoking. <laughs> it's the coolest. Um, and I'm buying pogs. Do you like pogs? Um, oh, wait, oh wait, the cool kids are coming. Shut up, patches, loser! And he punches him in the arm. Uh, you got it right. I got to go cut class. 
<laughs> um, so anyway, uh, one day the dad calls him uh, in into the room and says, uh, I'm dying and uh, I need you to be the man of the family. And it's not quite clear when this is happening, but it's like he's probably like 10 or 11 yep. uh, oh, once yeah. it's happening. So that's 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 rough. And uh, and then they, he basically kind of walks through about how like a bunch of other bad stuff happens. And uh, and then you would expect there's like a happy resolution, mm-hmm. but uh, no, not really. The song just kind of ends, and yep. the whole thing is basically, like I said, just a, like a major bummer. Yeah, so. just as he goes through life, he just thinks, "Hmm, I'm just gonna keep on thinking about my dying dad." <laughs> yeah, uh, every time something bad happens, I'll think about the my my father dying and basically putting the entire weight of the world on my shoulders. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Well, 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 before I've before I've hit puberty. So uh, thanks, Dad. That's that's great. He had his first heart attack at 15. <laughs> <laughs> I was born and raised down in Alabama on a farm way back up in the woods. I was so ragged that folks used to call me Patches. Papa used to tease me about it, cause deep down inside he was hurt cause he'd done all he could. My papa was a great old man. I can see him with a shovel in his hand. See. Education he never had He did wonders when the times got bad The little money from the crops he raised Barely pays the bills we made Oh, we should also mention before we start that like he Here's this weird thing where he he's talking Yeah And he's like almost singing It's weird but, because it's not it's not like uh, It's not like a Johnny Cash thing or, or when somebody is just talking the lyrics out You know Yeah It's he's almost singing so it's not talking it's almost yeah. singing it's and almost there's a singing. difference he's like wherever that dividing line between laugh uh, between uh talking and, and singing is mm-hmm. he's right on it yeah to the point where it's almost a little uncomfortable because right. you feel like <laughs> look man just break into song this, like what why yeah. are you, like why are you doing this the just anticipation is killing us just, <laughs> just do well, it for so God's i also wonder if it's sort of a, a thing of the time because um, mm-hmm. around that time, it, it, it reminds me a little bit of this, you know, the song, Have You Seen Her? Yes. Yeah. Where, like, there's a very memorable chorus and the entire verse is just spoken word. Yes. Right. Yeah. In in a yeah. super awkward, awkward way uh, where, like, you could sing along with the chorus and then, all right, he's just going to talk for 15 minutes and yeah. <laughs> we laugh, tell a few jokes. Like, all right, get yeah. to the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Get to the reason I bought this record. <laughs> Say, have yeah, you seen is... her? Say, patches. Right. That's what we, we want. We don't want to hear from you, lead it. singer, who's speaking. <laughs> we want to hear from from the guys in the background. That's the thing. Like, if if I'm buy, if I'm buying a record, I don't hear someone sing. Like, yeah. I don't need to hear you talk. I can do that. <laughs> I do it every day. <laughs> I bought it because you are a good singer. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I could do it in a weird timbre so that it sounds like I might be singing. But he's not even doing, like I said, he's not even doing that. Yeah. Like, I mean, he is talking, but he's like, he's, he seems like he's right on the verge of singing. And you want to just be like, just, just cross over that line, man. It's just weird. Because get, get on the other side because it's weird. Yeah. But anyway, he says, I was born and raised in Alabama on a farm way back in the woods. I was so ragged. The folks used to call me Patches. And Papa used to tease me about it. Mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, deep down inside, he was hurt because he'd done all he could. Um, so we, so we're like we, two seconds in the song. We've already got like 30 unlikable characters. Right. <laughs> well, right. First of all, Alabama. So, yeah. Second of all, the folks. And then, of course, Papa. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, is there anything worse when someone just like gives you a nickname? You know what I mean? When they're just like, hey, look at old Patches over there. It's like, OK. Mm. I mean, yeah. my name is Steve. You call me Stevie. You call me Stevo, <laughs> call me Big S, but I mean, do we have to like patches? We got to go with yeah. that, you know. Also, Dad, your name is Steve, so I'm a junior. If you're gonna give me something, just give me a call me Junior. If you're gonna give me a nickname, but <laughs> it's cruel to call me Patches. The father's just like, you know what? Kids can be cruel, right, Patches? Yeah. <laughs> and the dad's like, kids can be cruel. Also, so can adults. Shut up, Patches. <laughs> I do love the fact that the he says Papa used to tease me about it because. Again, let's remember that the rest of this song is about how he's trying to make his dad proud. Yeah. And it says, of course, deep down inside, he was hurt because he'd done all he could. So Mm -hmm. he's taking it out on him. 
That's he's the thing. taking it out on patches. His right. his um like shortcomings or not even shortcomings, but the fact that he did not rise to a level he wanted to. This is textbook abusive behavior <laughs> between a parent and a child, yeah. and it's and he's just talking and singing about it. Look, I mean, we're gonna learn. You know, obviously the dad's had it rough. We're, we're yes. talking about that, but like, but not for nothing. Like. Dad, you're the reason why they call me Patches. So if there's right. one person on earth who shouldn't be calling me Patches, it's you. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is your fault. I don't I don't want to yeah. like I don't want to state it, you know, so bluntly, but uh the reason I got patches all over my my clothes is cuz we don't got any money, dude. Right. So why don't you get off my back? How <laughs> about that? Let's well, maybe lift each other up. Maybe he's like upset because he doesn't have more money. Like maybe he's upset he doesn't have more money because he has to buy all those stupid patches. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, he's so like, he's spending all this money. Yeah. Blim- like, I- I'd be doing a lot better in life if I didn't have that patches budget. Patches. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't have patches on his clothes. He's he's like a, he's like a Friday's waiter. Like, he just he's covered <laughs> He's like, I need patch- more flair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the original uh, title of the song was flair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got one that says "Don't Tread on Me." He's got the original Apollo Eleven patch over here. He's right, like, you know. Right. They all come from like box tops, like sending in box tops. He's like, I don't <laughs> right. even think you're eating this cereal. I think you're just getting it so you can get the patches when you're done with it. No, I'm gonna eat it. I promise. Really? Because there's three boxes of stale Fruit Loops. <laughs> I'm really invested in this nickname. <laughs> so he says, "My papa was a great old man. I can see him with a shovel in his hand. See education he never had. He did wonders when the time got bad." Uh, yeah. The little money from the crops he raised barely paid the bills we made. And we all know what that's like, right? Yeah. You're paying for Hulu and <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, these things add up, right? It and all oh adds up. Oh, my God. Quickly. The amount you spend on Seamless every oh. week. Oh, my God. I mean, this stuff adds up. You think one, you think one more. Okay. I'm really tired. Just one more night. I'm going to order Seamless, that's, right? And it just adds it. up. Yeah, it, it adds, adds up, up, man. And you think he'd just you... take home leftovers from Fridays. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But no, he's always got to have something different. Oh, God, having... and now and now Disney Plus is coming. I mean, <laughs> when does it end, really? <laughs> Who can keep up? That's really? what I'm saying. You know, it's just, it's a little bit here and a little bit there, you know? Yeah, it's not going to get better. Uh, yeah. So he says, I can see him with a shovel in his hand. Also, the second image he has is his dad brutally making fun of him all the time. That's the second <laughs> thing that he thinks of. Yeah. First is shovel. Yeah. Second is dad just like razzing him. Yeah. When he pictures yeah. him, he thinks of his shovel and he thinks of his cruelty. I think also there's more to farming than having a shovel in your hand. Well, that's why yeah. he has no money. He's not doing it right. Th- this yeah, might yeah. be like the wildfire thing where it's like, are you doing this right? Are you just, <laughs> you have a shovel in your hand, but I think you also need a plow and a, a backhoe. Do you, like, do you, do you have any seeds? No, just a shovel. Back off, Patches. I don't tell you how to do your job. I mean, they say education he never had, so maybe he just literally doesn't know what to do. He's like, yeah. I bought a shovel. It's as far as I got. Well, I got, I got to do anything else? I just stand here with this shovel. Why aren't the crops growing? There are, and listen, there are agricultural schools. There are very good agricultural schools out there. Sure. But I, yeah. listen, he, and this is going to come into play later, but he says, see, education he never had. He did wonders when the time got bad. By the mm-hmm. way, those two lines don't go together. So right. those that is not having no education and doing wonders when times got bad. Those two things don't correlate. Oh, no. He was a part-time magician. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I could pull a rabbit out of this hat. Can you make cabbage grow? Because... We got nothing. Sh- sure, Look, but it's only to feed the it's only to feed the rabbit that comes out of my hat. Don't touch it, Patches. Look, it's not for kids, you, kids. This is gonna be hard to hear, but uh, we're not gonna have any food to eat tonight. But I do have a question for you. Is this your card? Um, <laughs> and by the way, the rabbit that lives in that hat is living like a king. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to feed that rabbit, man. He's not gonna come out of the hat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's technically an employee. But, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but seriously, what wonders when the time got bad? He, they don't This drives me crazy in songs in general yeah. when mm. they'll have one line and you feel like you're going to He says he did wonders when the times got bad. I want to be like such as. Yeah. But he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't say anything. He just says the little money from the crops he raised barely paid the bills we made. I'm like, okay, none of those are wonders. Yeah, that tell seems me, like tell more me about hardship. the wonders that he did that raised you out of poverty, because that's all right. you're talking about here. Well, I mean, I guess he just, you know, just barely figured out how to get by each time, right? He, See would, what cut, I- he would cut back on the patch buying. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. He makes wonders. See, I would rather than that line say, the little money from the crops he raised at least yeah. paid the bills we made. 
Yeah. Where it's like that that that's the wonder, but barely paid the bills we made. Also, that doesn't make any sense. Barely paid the bills we made. You didn't make any bills. You got bills. Yeah, you bills received were received. Bills. They were not made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is but not anyway. an expression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the more you say yeah. it, the more you look at it, the more you're like, nah, nah, none of this adds up. But- <laughs> I think I talks through it fast so you don't really pay attention. I mean, the dad, again, <laughs> yeah. the dad was super uneducated. So it's like people are are buying the crops. He's giving them the bills for the crops. And he's like, I guess we got to pay this bill that I made. <laughs> Maybe if I hit it with yeah. my shovel a little bit, he's does like- that do it? Dad, Dad, I don't think you're getting. I don't think you're getting this. No, but I we we raise crops and now we're gonna yeah. pay the bills. So we pay that, the bills. No, Dad, I, you I, give I, the bills to people, Dad. Hold on, I went outside and threw money at the corn. Did I do it right? <laughs> I don't think this is working, Dad. It says that the know. the corn needs water, so I uh, I made it rain. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. You say I'm not doing it right, but one of us here is named Patches, so <laughs> I think I'm and in it, charge. Because <laughs> my name's Patches Senior. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh man. So the bills uh, that they made, I mean, maybe they're like, are, you think they're like counterfeiters? Oh, right? yeah, maybe. No, guys, none of that they're makes sense. They're making bills? <laughs> <laughs> they're making bills down the basement. So and the crops that he, he raised didn't pay for the materials like the paper and the ink and the printing press i mean you got to invest yeah sure of course of course i mean it's i mean it's very similar to the poet laureates of our country destiny's child when they say you got to pay my automobiles (laughs) (laughs) oh my god just brought a tear to my eye dan just brought a tear to my eye so when life kicked him down to the ground, when he tried to get up, it would kick him back down. Jeez, Ugh, Louise. <laughs> uh, one day, Papa called me to his dying bed, Ugh. put his hands on my shoulder, and, his t- and in tears he said, now here's the thing, I don't want to tell people how to live, but um, don't have a dying bed, yeah. right? <laughs> and if you have yeah. one, definitely yeah. don't lay down in it, because I'm gonna, because I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. You're gonna die. You're gonna die in a dying bed. Stay out of that dying bed. I feel like I feel like he might have like gone to IKEA and been like, "Excuse me, I'm interested in purchasing a fainting couch." Uh-huh. And they were like, "We're out of fainting couches. We do have this dying bed." And he's like, "You know what? I could see myself using that once." Yeah. And they say you can like re- you can like replace the the legs on the dying bed, and it can kind of look like a fainting couch, but it's still gonna know it's a dying bed. Right. And he's like, "All right, fine. Where is it? Aisle three hundred and seventy-eight. Oh man. I mean, he definitely got confused because that IKEA, the dying bed, is called Ugaschlagen, so he wasn't quite sure. Yeah. He wasn't quite yeah. sure what he was getting. Well, this is the second time he picked up a dying bed. The first time through, he just wound up with a pound of meatballs. <laughs> so he was yeah. like, I, I, the name said Ugeschlaven. And they're like, oh, no, no, you want Ugeschlaven. This yeah. is Ugeschlaven. Totally well, different. My mistake. My mistake. Yeah, so he put, his shoulder, he put his hand on my shoulders, and in tears he said, Patches, I'm depending on you, son, to pull the family through. My son, it's all left up to you. Mm. And definitely... Uh, the first thing I would say in response to that is like, um, we're really not letting the patches thing go, huh? <laughs> right, literally Even. right to the end. We're still going with patches on on your deathbed. Yeah, you 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 can't call me Frank. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. No, we'll go with patches. Uh, You're really yeah. really not selling this request. Uh, I feel like yeah. I'm holding all the cards. <laughs> exactly. His his father's last words were, "Patches, you're such a loser." <laughs> but seriously take care of everything yeah <laughs> but also yeah. i'm depending on you or i will haunt you yeah his his last words were son i'm dying and i have i'm, I'm leaving it all up to you it's going to be up to you to bring the family through and oh oh crap here come the cool kids shut up patches you loser punch <laughs> oh man you you get it right i want to go to the cool heaven <laughs> during, during this this uh part of the song you could actually hear in the background him knocking over his textbooks <laughs> <laughs> slapping him out of his hand dad why are you putting me in a locker also where did this locker come from uh, aisle 472 two days later papa passed away and i became a man that day so i told mama i was gonna quit school but 
She said that was daddy's strictest rule. So every morning before I went to school, I fed the chickens and I chopped wood too. Sometimes I felt that I couldn't go on. I wanted to leave, just run away from home. But I would remember what my daddy said with tears in his eyes on his dying bed. He said, Patches, time to bed. Two days later, Papa passed away. And I became a man that day. So it's nice that he, he did his bar mitzvah on the same day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> I told mom I was going to quit school, but she said that was dad daddy's strictest rule. Now, mm-hmm. I know what they're saying, but the way this is written, it makes it sound like the opposite of what they're saying. Like when he's like, I told mom I was, was going to quit school. Qu-. Yeah, it was like, I told right. mom I was going to quit school. And she said, well, that was daddy's strictest rule. Like, okay, so I guess the strictest rule was always quit school. That was his, that was yeah. his strictest rule. <laughs> And it makes yeah. me wonder how often did that come up? Yeah, I guess yeah. That was that. What was that, that he a stays in thing? school? Well, just like that—that that was his strictest rule. Like that was number right. one on this guy's list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he was just walking up to people, like, "Hey, you stay in school," and they're like, "Hey, school. I've been retired for twenty-five years. What, what are you doing?" <laughs> hey, nope, stay in school. He's like, "You can do anything else you want, but you stay in school." Yeah, because then you don't have to. You want to know why? Because then you don't have to pay your student loans. Because then you just keep on getting student loans. Yeah. See? Professional student. That's a thing. You can't ever pay them if you never stop collecting. Uh. (laughs) You never stop getting new loans. You can't ever pay them off. Um, Uh, We're all going to die in debt. Um, So so every morning before I went to school, I fed the chickens and I chopped wood too. Sometimes I felt I couldn't go on. I wanted to leave. Just run away from home. So at this point, I mean, what is he? 18, 19, 20, he's in college, but he's still yeah. working. No, 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 no. He's yeah. like 12. Yeah. He's like 12 at this point. If that. He's probably if he's that. probably more like 11, 10 or 11. Yeah, because um, we haven't gotten to the end of it yet. The only thing the only thing I'll say here is just that when Patches finally grows up and have kids, uh-huh. uh, they are not going to hear the end of it. Nah, <laughs> never. Never. Do you, have it, do you know what I had to oh, do man. before I went to school? Oh, Oh, I'm sorry you got to take the bus. I had to chop wood, literally. I had to feed the chickens. I had to walk to school in the snow. And I had like 50 pounds of patches on my back when I was doing that. And the kids say, yeah, but don't you want us to have it better? And he goes, no, my papa didn't want me to have it better, so you can't have it better. Call me patches. We're all just staying even keel. My dad would literally come home and just rag on me. While holding a shovel. Do you know how intimidating that is? (laughs) Yeah, he wandered away from home, but he remembered what his daddy said with tears on his eyes on his dying bed. He said, Patches, I'm depending on you, son. I've tried to do my best, but it's up to you to do the rest. Sheesh. Um, yeah, it's rough, man. man. It's rough. <laughs> like, Because so, uh... also, again, it's like, look, we're desperately poor. Mm-hmm. Your father is, is dying. And also, you have to figure out how to make money or everyone else in the family is going to die. We don't know how many brothers and sisters he has, but I'm going to guess like it's more than half a dozen. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it's it's, it's one of those things. It's plenty. Where there's probably like eight kids. He's the oldest. At 13. At 10. Or to whatever. Yeah, like, or whatever. And now it's up to him to keep the farm going, which I don't, I mean, that seems like that's hard. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know, but I don't I don't think that if going to school and if you are ten or eleven, I mean I hope that there's somebody else to help him because if not, I don't think you can be a part time farmer and part time student. I don't think that's how farming again. I don't think that's how farming works. I don't think you could just feed yeah. the chickens a bit and chop wood. That's also not a farm. Unless you have a bunch of chickens, that's all you have. Because he's not not having any time to get the crops going. Right. He's too busy with his book learning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think he's hoping that if he feeds the chickens, they'll like, like, all right, you guys are going to take care of this while I'm at school, right? (laughs) Right. You you going to plant something? They just go, and they're like, yep, you got it. You got it. it." Cluck if you mean yes. Okay. I hear yes, 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 yes. They got it. Mom, I got to go. The chickens got it. Don't worry, guys. I've been watching this documentary called The Muppet Show. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) Chickens can do a lot, so I'm, yeah. I'm pretty confident yeah, it's going to work out. <laughs> then one day a strong rain came and washed all the crops away. And at the age of 13, I thought I was carrying the weight of the whole world on my shoulders. And you know, Mama knew what I was going through, because every day I had to work the fields. Because that's the only way we got our meals, see. I was the oldest of the family, and everybody else depended on. Every night I heard my mama pray, Lord, 
just took mama to a brand new home. Lord knows, people, I shed in tears, but my daddy's voice kept me through the years. Thank God, it's time to pay. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, though. I, I get an after-school job can't be farmer, right? It's more like like work in an ice yeah. cream store or something. You, uh, but you I could also, can... you could be a farm hand and help out on somebody else's farm. But if you're the only person farming, as far as I could tell, farming is a like dawn till dusk kind of job. Yeah. Where you never stop working. I don't think you can just be like, you know, <laughs> and now I got to study a little bit. It's crazy. Yeah. So I, I, so, and now, but, but he's putting in the hard work. So everything's going great and they get lifted up out of poverty and everything is great. Right. He's work. He's he's working his fingers to the bone, uh, both at school and on the farm. And so his hard work is finally going to pay off. Uh, no. Then one day a strong no. rain came and washed all the crops away. And at the age of 13, I thought I was carrying the weight of the whole world on my shoulders. I want to tell you something, dude. Yeah, you, you are, are, man. You don't have to, you don't have to think about we it. We feel for you. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's some dead. people some people will say that they're carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders patches, yeah. but buddy, yeah. you are. You're doing. We it. feel for you. And Mama knew what I was going through because every day I had to work the fields because that's the only way we got our meals. I, when are you? When are you working these fields, man? If yeah, you're going to school. No I don't understand. Time. He does it at night. Yeah, there's a hoot owl howling by his window. There's a hoot owl and a cold frost coming. Oh yeah. my gosh! See, I was the oldest of the family, and everybody else was depending on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 13, do you know what oh, I was doing? At, you know what I was doing at 13? I couldn't keep a box <laughs> turtle alive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah. no way yeah. I could have been responsible enough to feed my entire family. Yeah, I'm that's pretty it. sure they all would have pre- died. That that's the, the end of it. I would have been like the most farming. <laughs> I would have called everyone into the into the living room and be like, "Look guys, this is the end of the line for us cuz I don't know if you noticed, <laughs> but I am a moron. I am completely <laughs> irresponsible." So it's been nice, you know, we tried, but uh yeah. I would say everyone get a job at Uber because there's no way I'm going to be able yeah. to at the at the age of at the age of thirteen, my farm was a bean sprout in a plastic <laughs> cup with yeah. soil and plastic wrap over it. You know what yeah, happened yeah. to that? It got moldy and died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so patches. What I'm saying is, I know how you feel. Yeah, you, that's actually. I I mean, this was probably around thirteen, but I had a chia pet. Um, <laughs> Which one? An actual ch- old school chia. It pet? was an old school chia pet. Yeah, nice. this is this is. I think this was before they started doing like you know the special branded ones. It was just the normal like head. I, I had it like on a shelf, mm-hmm. and then literally forgot about it for like six months. Yeah. Uh, and when I finally found it again, it just it was it was just like had this crazy white mold yeah. all <laughs> yeah. over it. Ew. Like it was, and it was like oh, it was yeah. super disgusting. I was like really afraid to touch it like i had to go mm-hmm. and like get like a big plastic bag and just like throw it over it and then yeah. like run it outside because i was so afraid <laughs> that like there was you know it was gonna like burst open and like spores were gonna come flying out of my face oh, uh, it was horrible the point is is that imagine that person that i just described who couldn't remember to deal with their chia pet imagine that person in charge of a farm yeah right. this this <laughs> right, is what we're right. talking about an yeah. entire farm. No, it's funny you should say that because when I was thirteen, I owned and operated a, a successful dairy farm. So yeah, I know. well, oh, that was you were great. Your, you the were cheese great. you made was oh. spectacular. I don't know what you mm. did with it, the pasteurization of it, but Michael, phenomenal. It's yeah, a, well it's done. A secret recipe. Michael's last name is Polio, by the yeah. way. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that. It came out in string form. The cheese yeah, yeah. came out in yeah. string form. It's great. I, I can't believe this one. This strong rain comes. Wash all the crops. I would literally be like. Yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah. And uh again, I would just be like sneak out in the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> in that in the last verse when he's like I was just going to run away from home, I'd be like, "Well, now I mean it. Yeah. Now I'm going to run away from home." Yeah. I think, you know. Yeah. It's time. Or at least we have to get a tractor cuz one or the a, other. Leave a note for the second oldest kid. <laughs> and just be like, "It's on you now, sucker." Yeah. Uh, Torn jeans, I'm depending on, brother. <laughs> we don't have any money for patches anymore. Yeah, yeah. The oldest kids get the patches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm leaving you my Man. patches. Other than that, you got to figure it out. Yeah, so every night, Mama would pray. Mm-hmm. Lord, give him strength to make another day. I mean, when you literally have to ask God for just one more day, you yeah. know things are bad, right? Yeah. Like, oh, not, like, not like make it to the end of the year. Or like get through, you know, get through school. Just one more day. 
just need yeah. one more day. So now this is the part in the song where you would expect like the you know the cathartic moment to mm-hmm. come, right? There's going to be There's a like, whole. There'll be a key change. Yeah, there'll be a key change, and this is going to be a whole verse about how everything's okay now. And he'll actually start singing. How they came out of poverty. <laughs> yeah, he'll actually start singing. Um, no, through the years have passed. All the kids have grown. So. I mean, they survived, I guess. That's the best we can say. Right, right. Uh, the angels took Mama to her brand new home. The baseball team, right? Lord knows people. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah she, the Anaheim Angels. She, Shut up. <laughs> she's got a brand new home in LA. She's She owns the team. Good for her. Oh, good. Yeah, it's that, great. That worked out. Yeah, they found they found like a, you know, a, a last will and testament that they didn't know that they, that they had. <laughs> that the dad, the dad owned the, the, the Anaheim Angels all this time. Uh, it's like angels in the outfield meets... Yeah. Rookie of the Year meets the year. whatever other kid uh, baseball no, movie. No, 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 no. Rookie of the Year is the one with the kid who broke his arm. Yeah, I know. Oh no, no, but because little we put them all together. Wait, what is the on. one? Little hold Big on. League. Little yeah. Big League. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah. Little Big League is about the kid who inherits the baseball team. Yes. Uh, yes. From his grandfather. Billy, you're my best friend in the world, and I, I want you to have my very favorite thing: the Minnesota Twins. Man, when my grandpa died, all I got was a sweat. I think that is what happened. They were like, oh my God, our farm's like a complete failure. Everyone's going to starve. What could we possibly do? Well, I I do have this baseball team. Does that help? (laughs) Have you guys heard of this baseball? Is that that anything? Is that something? Can we make money in that? Maybe if we tear down the crops. Yeah. Can we tear down the crops and build? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just dreaming here. Some sort of field. Some sort of field of my dreams. I don't know. And everybody oh, plays baseball. like in Bull Durham. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, in yeah. Bull Durham. Yeah. Or, oh or um, no, what's the other one? Um, uh, tin Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, the Untouchables. Oh, no. <laughs> and at this point in the song, the mother starts a league yeah. of her own. <laughs> I Listen, so I'm happy for the family. What yeah. were we talking about? How does it know. actually end? <laughs> Oh, right. The this mother is a dies. song about how an impoverished family yeah. starts a baseball <laughs> yeah. team. Yeah. And they go on to be millionaires. Yep. The <laughs> end. It, okay. So in all seriousness, obviously, they don't own a baseball team. No. Uh, the mom died. And I'm going to guess because she laid in that dying bed. I don't know why I they still so. <laughs> have that thing. Throw away that dying Get bed. Get it out of the house. Jeez Louise. Oh, man, she's like, Ugerschlagen. I don't know what that is, Ugh. but I'm going to lay down here. <laughs> Ironically, they put it in the middle of the living room. Like, why would you even do that? What? You're just, <laughs> you're just asking ask, for trouble. You're asking for trouble. Thank you. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Terrible. But uh, all he says is, Lord knows, people, I shed some tears. But my daddy's voice helped me through the years saying, Patches, I'm dependent on your son. And then he like mm-hmm. basically says that like six more times. Uh, oh, and that's it. There's there's <laughs> yeah. no catharsis. Because that's all he hears in his right. head. <laughs> yeah. It's just his dad being like, Patches. Pa- hey, Patches. Uh, what's with all the patches patches um, dad stop stop talking to me like that or i'm gonna get in the dying bed <laughs> uh, it doesn't get better no there's no there's no real catharsis i mean i guess the family made it through the kids are grown uh-huh. but that's it we don't get any like you know oh it all worked out everyone's happy like it's just basically it was like yeah it was super hard and i just just barely got through made it through and that's but- it but here's the thing. There's also a thread that does not have an ending here. Okay. In the first verse, he says, see my daddy, my papa never had any education or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then he says, I was going to quit school, but mom said that was his de- papa's strictest rule. Right. So it should say, I made it through school right. and am now a state's attorney. Yeah. You know, something. <laughs> something. Like, like I graduated. It, and they just, they just drop it. Yeah, yeah. Or they should say, you know, those that those rains came and I gave up on school. Yeah. And now I just farm and that's okay too. Yeah. I yeah. don't know anything but everybody anything. just barely eking by. <laughs> just yeah. something for God's sake. Yeah, we don't Can well we, we don't either way, we don't really get any kind of an ending. We don't no. really know like what happened. It drives me uh, crazy. Yeah. Can we write a song that's called Patches that's real upbeat? This one's about a puppy though. It's about a puppy in a jean jacket. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something, <laughs> something. Because I can't take one more sad patches song. There's a real, there's a real niche market for upbeat patches songs. <laughs> I think we're gonna corner the market uh, on it, guys. Have you listened to Patches or the other Patches? Are you bummed out? 
Well, now we have a happy patches. To get the song, call this number. <laughs> call, call any time. <laughs> are, we, are we sure this phone is ringing? Is this phone working? All right, call. You can call. Call any second. Oh, no phone on the farm. Oh, sad. Okay. So sad. Not in Shantyville. Not in Shantyville. Shantytown. Uh, well. Shantytown. No, this is Shantytown adjacent in per, Shantyville. It's per a hamlet. Shantyville. Perfect segue. <laughs> We're doing yeah. a new segment. Yes. The Story Song Expanded Universe. So the we've thing t- is. We talked about it a lot. Yeah, we've been talking about yeah. it, and we decided now, now at the end of each one of these segments, we're going to try to take this song and figure out how it fits in to the Story Song Expanded Universe. And if you're not familiar with this concept, it's very simple. We have decided that every story song is connected to every other story song mm-hmm. somehow. Uh, maybe it's a small connection. Maybe it's like right smack in the middle. Someday we'll find the Rosetta Stone of the one story song that's in the middle <laughs> yep. that all other story songs revolve around. The but Kevin do- Bacon, if you will. Exactly. Story songs. How does this uh, How does this fit into the the story song expanded universe? Thoughts, Michael? What do you got? Oh, okay. I'm going first. Um, sure, you can. Well, I I mean, first of all, I'll start and just say I agree with you. I believe this takes place somewhere near Shantytown. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I can think. See that. I think that like I think in this town, it is a common thing to call people patches. Like, God yeah. forbid. You ever have a rip on your pants and need to fix it? <laughs> they're gonna call you patches. Like half the oh, people everybody. in this town are called patches. Yeah. Well, we even we even said in the in the original patches episode, they find out that someone named Patches died. We even said like there, there's probably a lot of patches. <gasps> That's right. We did. We said, oh, it, how does he know it's that patches? Because there's probably a lot of patches in Shantytown. Also, uh, we did mention that there could be a nice Shantytown boy. Who mm-hmm. might also be named Patches? That's right. And maybe they were meant to be together, Patches and could and get Patches. through this crazy world together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now I'm concerned because we had decided that uh, the female Patches in mm-hmm. last in last episode, Mrs. Patches, that she yeah. had jumped in that she had jumped in the river, Mrs. Patches. Right. Yeah, it's like Mr. And Mrs. Men. <laughs> <laughs> she had jumped in the river to kill herself, but what if she was swept away in this rain yes. that ruined the crops? Oh my gosh! She got swept into the river. Oh, it's a total accident. And then, uh, you know, old crying in his room last episode, he ends up (laughs) killing himself over nothing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then Patches is just left with like, man, I can't believe girl Patches died. (laughs) Who's going to be my Mrs. Met? Yeah. Who's going to be my Mrs. Patches for the Shantytown Patches baseball team? (laughs) Do you think that this is also the strong rain that that last kiss had a car crash in and that leader of the pack drove away in? Oh. Oh my gosh yeah maybe this all takes place on the same night oh my gosh the crops get you know washed away kids are crashing left and right well and also Man. also this farm right uh-huh is clearly cursed oh it's gotta be the wildfire you think it's the wild right oh, yeah. it's the wildfire has to be it's the wildfire farm they moved in yep. after that guy went crazy with the owl or whatever <laughs> uh, yeah and rode away with the ghosts of wildfire like then they moved in and were like man is this farm in like an ancient Indian burial ground? What's happening? We have the worst luck here. So yeah. yeah, I think I think we can definitely say Wildfire Farm is in Shantytown, right? Or at least nearby Shantytown. Yeah. And uh yeah, and then the Patches family buys buys that farm. Well, you know yeah, who else to. I think lived on that farm? Who? who? I'm gonna read you a lyric. She looked at a pitiful shack. And then she looked at me and took a ragged breath. She said, your paws run off and I'm real sick and the baby's going to starve to death. <laughs> Wait, what song is you this? You think fancy? It's fancy. Here's one fancy. chance, fancy, don't let me down. Wow. But didn't we already decide last time that Patches was fancy? Oh, we yeah. did. I think we, but then I she think, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it all fits. There's all some fits. plot holes in it, guys, but still. But what, no, if, it, what, if, goes, what it, if Fancy lived in Mail Patches' house, which is Wildfire's house? What if it's just, what if everyone lives in that house? <laughs> One giant house. <laughs> Man, I did not remember. Just the 16,000 of us. I mean, I remember Fancy was rough because for obvious reasons, but man, I don't yeah. remember the baby starving. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I think the baby yeah. was fine. No, I think the baby, the baby no, was fine. I mean, she, she said the baby the was going to, to start. I mean, she was yeah. anticipating it, but I don't think it happened. Guys, yeah. let, let next episode, let's just do girls want to have fun. I mean, I know it's not a story <laughs> song. But I can't take just these sad something. songs anymore. I need something just like super happy. Oh, oh, we're going to do our peppy song, a brand new peppy song, 
catches the pup. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's all about the little puppy in a jean jacket. Yeah, and yeah. And uh, spoiler alert, he's a corgi. He's a Aww. corgi puppy, you guys. That's cute. Dan, have you ever... And the Patches spell out his name Patches. Have you ever really looked at the lyrics of Girls Just Want to Have Fun? They just want to have fun because their crops are failing. Oh, no! (laughs) Damn it, every song! It's real rough. (laughs) It's real rough. Patches just want to have fun. (laughs) Uh, All right, cool. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the history of this song, Story Behind the Story. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Have you ever wondered what two Aussie dads, really inappropriate ones, would tell you if you asked them questions like, what if my kids catch me having special cuddles? Ooh, awkward turtle. Or is it okay to hide in the toilet and play games on my phone? Well, it better be. Maybe you want to hear our unique reviews of movies, beers, video games, etc. How about some cheeseburger spring rolls? Ah, uh, sure. Uh, if somewhere any of that tickles your fancy, then check out the Dad Zone on the Forge Audio Network. What's that? What do you do? All right, and welcome back. It's time for Story Behind the Story. Before we do that, though, we always ask you guys out there in the audience to uh, to write us a review. Mm-hmm. And we should say before we get started, you know, we're not doing that just because we want to read reviews. I mean, we do. Like, we, you know, <laughs> we like them. It's like our favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we get super excited. But, you know, uh, the reviews, I, it's... No one understands why, but there's some algorithm thing where if you're getting reviews and you have reviews and, and, and people are giving you five-star reviews, it makes it more likely that if someone is searching for something or they're looking at one podcast, that your po- they will recommend your podcast. It's right. like an algorithm thing. Because I'm sure you guys love this show. Right. You want so other people come to love on. the show. So, so you know, why don't we don't, we don't Let's help them. We don't, the- we don't <laughs> have to rate them, Rachel. <laughs> I'm just saying. You I know? didn't mean it that but anyway, way. As uh, to thank people who do write reviews, we read them on the show. Uh, so, Rachel, you have one queued up if you want to. I sure do. Uh, this is from Mr. Chase. This is from back in January. Nice. Uh, ne- Nebraska is only mostly flat. Re episode mm-hmm. six. Episode six, which was Wildfire, Wildfire, which we just spoke about being in the uh, expanded universe. That's uh, right. So, uh, I'll, I'll explain for a, a minute where. Basically, like in that episode, I spoke about how I'm terrible at geography and topography and did not understand whether Nebraska was flat or had mountains because in Wildfire they speak about mountains, but then about the plains or whatever. So uh, Mr. Chase took me to school and says, (laughs) on its western edge, Nebraska hits up against the beginnings of the Rocky Mountains. Also, planting at night is a pretty old school tradition outlined in the Farmer's Almanac, which holds that the planting of certain seeds is best governed by the phases of the moon. Also, in some American Indian lore, the hooting of an owl is considered a portent of death. Mm. I'm so glad this podcast is back. I love listening to it. 
Next time you're pulling apart a story from the West or Midwest, I'm happy to help out. Rachel's and Michael's and Dan's friend who moved to Colorado and who is a smarty pants. (laughs) (laughs) So if you would like to judge us and find us lacking, you can also teach us something. Yeah, or teach us. uh, You can also uh, write us a five star review. And And that's super important. That's super important to know. Like if you are just like, you just want to complain about us or want to take Mm -hmm. us to task for something um, or correct us, Go ahead and do it in the review. That's that's totally so, fine. Like, but you know, still make it a five star review. Oh yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah. 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 Click five stars because I don't think it matters what you write. If you click five stars and just type in anything, so you can just like you know. All right. I'm, take us. Well, well, I'm just saying it you can. To me. But I'm saying you can take us to task, like Mr. Chase has done here. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Because by the way, he labeled th- he listed three things. So basically, none of the things we talked about in that episode were right. <laughs> right. Because they were like, no, no, we're like, Nebraska's we were wrong, flat. We, we brought up questions and he educated right. us. It's true. And we were like, it's Nebraska's true. flat. You're not supposed to farm at night. And this owl means nothing. And he was like, wrong, wrong, and wrong. <laughs> but we're happy oh, to make it a dialogue with you. <laughs> yes, listen exactly. To it. Let's build yeah, the conversation. Yeah. That's what we don't have in this exactly. world anymore. Conversation. Uh, well, thank you, Ms. thank you, Mr. Chase, and yes. uh, please, uh, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five star review. Um, okay, so let's get to story behind the story. Mm-hmm. So, so patches mm-hmm. is by Clarence Carter. Uh, it was written by General, or it's recorded by Clarence Carter. It was written by General Johnson and mm-hmm. Ron Dunbar, uh, and was released in July of 1970, and it peaked at number four wow. on the U.S. Hot 100. Now, the songwriters General Johnson and Ron mm-hmm. Dunbar. I I really tried, you guys. I, I, <laughs> I Googled like crazy. I could not figure out if General is his actual first name. Oh, man. I, Everything that I saw listed him just as General Johnson. I'll, so it's possible that that is, in fact, his first name. I'll his tell first you name this. is General. I'll tell you this. If, if yeah. it's a nickname he picked up, how dare he write a song called Patches <laughs> and not give somebody a better nickname, right? Yeah. No, I hope it's well, general. Maybe he remembers when his own father was like, General, I'm depending on you, son. He started right. laughing at his nickname. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if he didn't talk talk like Foghorn Leghorn, I would be very upset. <laughs> I'm General Johnson, my co-writer, Ron Dunbar. Nah. I'm mighty pleased to meet you. Ron Dunbar definitely sounds like he's like the fifth one on the blue collar comedy tour. Like, you know. <laughs> With tonight's special guest, Ron Dunbar. <laughs> he's, he's got he's got like a, uh, a ventriloquist dummy. That's like uh, that's like a hick with one tooth missing. Like, hello, Ron. <laughs> okay. Um, let me say this about Clarence Carter, and this will probably mean nothing to anybody. But Great. Yeah. Clarence Carter. There are two other singers that I constantly mix him up with. Mm-hmm. There's okay. Clarence Carter. There's yep. Carl Carton. Okay. Carl Carlton and uh, Mel Carter. And I never remember who sang what. Well, I'm so pretty sure Mel Carter was on Give Me a Break. That yeah. is Nell Carter. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Yes, yes, of course. No, I just love that you have those three people that you get confused that nobody else that are off off the top of my together. head. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. You're who, like, man, who's this, Carl I Carlton? stay up at night thinking about Carl who's Carlton who? sang uh, "Everlasting Love." Oh, okay. Ooh. And Mel Carter sang "Hold Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me." Both oh. songs, by the way, were covered uh, by Gloria Estefan on the same album. Okay, so also I didn't know. I thought Mel Carter was someone else. So I also didn't know who that was. Because <laughs> I don't know that song. But, but anyway. You put all three of them together and it's just like I, their names are too similar and I don't remember who sang what. So Yeah. I, I mean, Nobody I love else that, has this problem. I also, no. well, I was going to say, I also love the idea that this is constantly coming up for you. Right. Like every it, day I'm mixing more up. often than you would think. Clarence yeah. Carter. <laughs> or I don't know, if, if you know me, less often than you would think. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So so General Johnson and Ron Dunbar, uh, they wrote it uh, for their band, which is Chairman of the Board. Chairman of the Board is best known for the song, Give Me Just a Little More Time. That's a good song. Oh, nice. The chairman of the board version uh, was released as a B-side on their single "Say It One More Time." Now, the Clarence Carter version, mm-hmm. and we can we'll talk about this in a second. The Clarence Carter version was released the same month as the original chairman of the board version. What? So my question is: Is that a cover? I honestly don't know. Does that yeah. count as a cover? No. If his version was released literally the same month, that is that 
the the sixties. Yeah, I don't know. It's I mean, this so is technically nineteen seventy. Yeah, but that era was so weird. Everybody was recording the same songs the, like constantly. It was the yeah. Wild West out there. <laughs> I know. Holy. So I don't know if that counts as a cover, but the Clarence Car- Carter version. I mean, because also, like, if you write a song, right? Yeah. And you release it for your band. Why are you giving it to someone else? Well, did to, they to release? Well, well, I mean, I mean they he had didn't, to like, like agree. sneak into their hotel room and steal well, the lyrics. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like take it at gunpoint. Like they had to agree that he could record it. But yeah, why would you? Why would you agree involved. to that? That someone would like could record your song and release it the same month. But I and think also, like, to your point, that's what happened then. Like, yeah, someone yeah. would write a song, they would record it, and oh, by the way, everybody else is recording it at the same time. We're all <laughs> right. going to release yeah. it on the exact same day, and whoever's yeah. version is the hit, well, it's. Like, uh, yeah. Let me ask you a question. How is Joan Baez's version of this? Because if there's one thing I know, <laughs> Joan Baez has done everybody else's songs. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I would tell me you wouldn't be surprised that there's a Joan Baez <laughs> version of Patches. No. No, no, no. <laughs> so uh so Clarence Carter was a blind blues and soul singer. Oh. Uh he was born in Montgomery, Alabama, uh oh. on January fourteenth, nineteen thirty six. He attended the Alabama School for the Blind, and he was persuaded right. to record uh, this song due to the similarities of in real life. He was, he well, was mo- mostly he was born in Alabama. I think he was. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he, maybe he was also, you know, he, he might have been born like on a farm and had yeah, a farm life as family yeah, as yeah. farmers. But I do, I love that he. I don't know. I, I, I do love that they were like, "Hey, Clarence, you're from Alabama, yeah. right? Right? I sure am." Well then, yeah. we've got a song for you. <laughs> he goes. He goes. My father was. My father was actually very encouraging and would never speak yeah. down to me like that. They're like, okay, yeah. but still sing it, okay? Yeah, but, but I mean, don't though. sing it, sing it, like talk it, sing <laughs> right. it, but still. Uh, yeah. So he started his career touring locally in Alabama uh, and recording songs for local labels before signing to Atlantic in 1967. Uh, he had a handful of top 40 hits before recording Patches. Patches was by far his his highest charting song. So that that's the one he's known for. Crazy. This version of Patches won the Grammy for Best Rhythm and Blues Song in 1971. Wow, so won a Grammy. As we, yeah, as we talked last time about R&B, uh, the, the Grammys, th- they know what R&B is. Right. Uh, <laughs> Billboard, sure. they're, they're having a little trouble figuring out what R&B is. But the Grammys <laughs> well, I mean, the Grammys have made a mistake in terms of genre. Oh yeah, yeah. Never. a couple of times. Throughout don't the years. don't you don't you dare. Oh no, they the are Grammys, perfect. They are impeccable. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> nothing but. The, it, I mean, every time they pick a new artist, that person is a beloved uh, superstar that oh, goes yeah. on for decades. <laughs> oh yeah, and they've never yeah. ostracized entire groups of people <laughs> with their yeah. choices. Never. Yeah, yeah, never. Yeah, every time yeah. they hit it right on the nose. I mean, the Grammys just the most well-respected. Oh yeah. Uh, award out there. Just, oh, sure, just, sure. Yeah, definitely not a huge joke. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, those things are plastic. Did you know that? They're metal. They're like gold-plated and plastic. But anyway. Are they really? Yeah, I watched a documentary about it. Wait, is that is that just the Grammy or is that all of them? I don't know. It's probably all of them. Really? No, I think and the also, Oscar's supposed to be I think to be the really Oscar heavy. is pretty... Yeah, but, like uh, well, I, will, I will say it's the thing serious. about the Grammys, too, is that... And I, this might be across the board. I don't know. I've never won a major award. But... Uh-huh. They, the Grammy that they hand people. You won people, that leg lamp that time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. And then my wife broke it. She said it was an accident, but she broke it. Uh, yeah. No, they they said that the Grammy that they that they give people on stage is not the Grammy that's their Grammy. Oh, well, yeah, that, I, that I can believe. It gets mailed to them like six weeks later. Well, for the engraving. I guess, but it's still. But well, the Oscars, they, engra- they, en- they engrave it right there that night. Yeah, well, this is the Grammys. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Grammys so. suck. We, what do we, we, we all agreed. Yeah. What, the award show where they hand out two awards and then it's just a concert? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I, mean, about- I, I, I mean, unlike you guys, I won third place in the fire department uh, poster contest <laughs> you in did, third you grade. Son of a bitch. So, so I know. And let me tell you, we, I mean, they gave me the award right there. And I, I got to take that home. So... Let me let me ask you, you something. You know, so so I mean, for an award winner like me, like I sure. know what the experience is. You like. get it. You get it. So I understand. Yeah. Um. Anyway. You also won a Grammy for best spoken word for your book. On oh, tape, I right? for, that's right. I yeah. forgot. I won uh, that Grammy. Yeah. No, I I won the Grammy for best song. I almost sung. Uh, I beat out Clarence. <laughs> <Carter>. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was I won best almost singing. Uh, <laughs> the Grammys in the bathroom. The third place yeah. firefighter award is uh, over yep. the mantle. That, that and my cable ace award. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Carter's career stalled out in the mid seventies. Uh, as disco became popular, uh, though he continued recording into the 80s and 90s. Great. Now, All right. one weird strain in Carter's career. Now, now, if 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 all you know is Patches, right, because that was his most popular song. So you got Patches over here. But what, what Clarence Carter was really into was singing songs that were considered risque at the time. Okay. Right? So, <laughs> what? Yeah, he was super into like... Like a lot of his songs were like were, were like that. So, um, one of his top forty songs was a song called "Backdoor Santa." Okay, um, which which you might know. Hold on, it's not what you think. Okay. Um, so you may have heard that song. Sometimes you'll hear it. Like, I think around, I've heard a cover of it. Sometimes you'll hear it around Christmas, um, especially if like you know it's a, a radio station that's really like trying to figure out some new songs to play. Uh-huh. Um, but it actually has nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> um, it basically it's it's. It's a song about a man who sneaks in the back door of married women's houses while their husbands are away at work. Oh, um, they, at Christmas they, time. And they call him Backdoor Santa. Oh. That's what the song is. But he he has a lot of songs that are like that. Well, yeah. that, are, the, that are like very sort of, at least at the time, would be considered very risque. Sure, sure. Um, backdoor Santa was also um, covered by Bon Jovi. Really? Uh, really? Yeah, for a very special Christmas. Man, Again, Michael, Man, the, your weird. memory for things is incredible. I applaud you, sir. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> that was a genuine compliment. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that brings up my favorite Bon Jovi factoid. Do, do, do you know what Bon Jovi or John Bon Jovi his his first recording credit is? Where no, it's on Christmas in the Stars, which was the Star Wars Christmas no. album. Yeah, he played guitar. <laughs> what? Probably like the where they recorded it, like the guy, like was, like you know, friends with like Bon Jovi's dad or whatever, what? and was like, "Hey, bring your kid in to play guitar," and uh, yeah, he's on Christmas in the Stars. That's anyway. amazing. Well, speak and and speaking of Christmas, Backdoor Santa, most famous for being sampled on Christmas in Hollis what? by Run DMC. So you actually and, know that song, oh, whether you man. know it or not. They call me back to Santa. I make my runs about the break. So the Bon Jovi cover of Backdoor Santa is yeah. on the compilation album A Very Special Christmas, which is the same album that Christmas in Hollis is on. Nineteen eighty. It's the, the oh very the one Christmas. with yes with like the the outline the Keith drawing Herring. with the, the Keith, Keith Herring, Herring yeah oh. cover. it's from nineteen eighty seven wow. that also includes this is like a huge album that yeah. includes the Eurythmics version of Winter Wonderland okay. uh, the Whitney Houston Do You Hear What I Hear uh-huh. um, the Pretenders Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas mm-hmm. wow uh, Sting's Gabriel's Message wow. um, Madonna's Santa Baby. Wow. Bob Seeger's Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I laughed at that, but okay. I don't either. Uh, Stevie uh, Nicks' Silent Night. Uh, oh, man. Um, like We're just going to read the Staples. entire what a bizarre, Yeah, what a bizarre and wonderful album, though. No, but those are all like for, I mean, if you listen to a lot of Christmas radio, the, those are all like radio staples. I can't believe begin to tell you how much I was not expecting us to talk about Bon Jovi's Christmas song <laughs> <laughs> during this episode, but here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Um, Crazy. But yeah, so, uh, oh yeah, he also recorded a, a song in the 80s called Strokin'. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about exactly what you think it's about. <laughs> uh, it is literally a single entendre. Oh, there is no, there's no joke there, and uh, it could not be played on the radio. But it was distributed to jukeboxes. Wow! Uh, and it was and it was a cult hit. Love it. Um, so right. there you go. And Clarence Carter, he is currently alive. He's eighty three years old. Wow, Clarence! Hi. 
Hi. Hi, hey, Clarence. Clarence. And we know you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So that is the, the history of this song. Great. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. We want to be friends with you. So like us on Facebook for all kinds of fun story song stuff. You and the Story Song Podcast. It's the start of a beautiful friendship. All right, welcome back. It's time for Lessons Learned. Uh, before we do that, though, I just wanted to say that we found out that I believe we were like number mm-hmm. 12 in comedy podcasts in Cyprus. Yes. So we're huge if, in Cyprus, you guys. If you're in Cyprus and you're listening to this, we just want we just want to say thank you so much. We're Thanks. so excited Thanks. that we're on the chart somewhere. Thank you. It's great. So it was actually, great. I don't were we number twelve or were we like number twelve on the bubbling under chart, I think. No, no, we were no. bubbling under, I think but we were I think, like hundred and twelve. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. On the, the comedy overall. chart. Overall the com- we were bubbling under. Okay. We were like hundred and twenty. Uh, but on, on the, the but on the comedy chart. charts, we, we were, were somewhere for up there. one week. We mm-hmm. were number twelve in Cyprus. All so, right. you, I yeah. mean, guy, if you're out there and you're in Cyprus right now and you're listening to this, I, I seriously, I cannot tell you how excited I am that you know <laughs> we're like we're like a local band, right, that puts out a single and then for some weird reason it hits number twelve in Cyprus and we just couldn't be happier. So thanks Cyprus and thanks Cyprus Hill, just because. Yeah, no, it turns out that we are the number one comedy podcast among the members of the group. Uh, Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. Yeah. Yeah. They think that we are insane in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the membrane. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so lessons learned. Uh, let's start with Michael. Michael, what lesson did you learn from this song? Uh, I learned a lesson that I think everyone can take with them, uh, you know, outside of our little show. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an important life lesson. Sure. Uh, sometimes life is going to kick you down. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't get up because it's just going to take you down again. <laughs> yep. Stay. I just stay on the ground. Stay on the ground because you're so many times. Yeah. Your first instinct is going to be to get up, and then if yep. life tries to kick you down again, you might fall in that dying bed. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you don't yep. want that. It's. I mean, it's in this song. Like you were talking before about poor poet laureates, Tiffany said every time I get my hopes up, they always seem to fall. <laughs> like <laughs> life's going to keep yeah. kicking you down. Yeah. yeah. Stay down Listen. there. Take a nap. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah, I try. I, mean, I I've if I've said it once, I said it a thousand times. If you get knocked down, stay down and give up. Yep. <laughs> Guys, strangely enough, that's my family motto. <laughs> <laughs> Your family was gonna put it on a crest, but it was way too hard to figure out. How to it do was that. too hard. Our crest is just a blank it's, canvas. I just said whatever. All right, I'll go next. My lesson sure. is within your family, uh-huh. as soon as you learn how to talk, right? Okay. <laughs> You got to establish a nickname because you yes. do not want someone putting on it. So, if possible, if your first word can be "Hey, call me Slick," that's really going to help you out. <laughs> yeah, it's also yeah. a solid nickname. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, as I'm saying, because they're going to call you, they're going to they're going to start calling you Patches or <laughs> you know, wet the bed or whatever, something you don't want. Right. So they'll, they'll call you Tinkles or something. So definitely, like <laughs> as soon as you can, you got to establish like a super cool nickname. Uh, Spike is a good one. Smart, you know, smart. Switchblade. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, some something like that. You know, just don't, mm-hmm. not patches. Pa- you definitely Jean don't jacket want corgi. Jean jacket corgi. Is, sounds Jean jacket okay. corgi. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good just, one. But yeah, I mean, like... we've, I mean, we've we've learned this lesson twice now. If your name is Patches, you're just you're setting yourself up for trouble. You're doomed. You're yeah, doomed. yeah, you do not want that nickname. So whatever yeah. you can do to avoid it, uh, Rachel. What do yeah. you got? Um, what the lesson I learned from this uh, song is that if you are a part-time farmer and part-time student, shh, get yourself a good planner. Yeah. Just because f- you are going to have a lot of stuff to do, and yep. you're going to have to start bullet journaling. Like you're going to have to <laughs> really figure out where your life is going yeah. and what you need to accomplish because you don't have a lot of time. You don't have as much time as the other full-time farmers. Mm-hmm. So you really just got to yeah. get a real solid journal. Yeah. And just a lot of like, okay, at 4.15, I'm going to pencil in crying over the fact that my dad called me Patches. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. Four, yep. 4.45, uh, watch as the crops wash away. Okay, that's uh-huh. good. Uh, yeah. boy, I am yep. I am booked today. Wow. 4.46, wow. chase that hoot owl away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Come back a, every night. 
And you know what? Get yourself kind of like a, pe- a, a peppy planner, like something something fun, you know, yeah. something that says like life is for the living mm-hmm. uh, on the front, you know, with yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, s- like a starburst on it or something. No, because no, your like a little kitten hanging be... from the tree, hang yeah. in there. Your life yeah. might be miserable, but your planner can be <laughs> the light of your life. On it's the cover. It's all you have, Patches. On the cover should be a corgi in a jean jacket (laughs) doing an ollie on a skateboard. That is what you want. With sunglasses. (laughs) With sunglasses. When what your life lacks, you could make up for with your trapper keeper. Exactly. Correct. And I'd like to say, I don't ask a lot from our audience or specific Mm -hmm. things from our audience, but if we can get some fan art of Mm -hmm. a corgi in a jean jacket on a skateboard... Yeah. I would be the happiest, happiest podcast host in the world. Riding riding down the street in Cyprus. Please. Please. <laughs> please. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Cassell. We'll be back next episode with another great story song. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time, and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. Forge Audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.